3: I am the Rhino, and this is my weekend report for the July Weekend Report. And we are coming to you, as always, from the RWB Network Studios here in New York and broadcasted by CRN Digital Talk Radio. Well, here we are. It is the Fourth of July weekend. How's your New Year's resolution holding up? Were you, like most Americans, resolving to eat better and work out, perhaps shedding some unwanted pounds, not to be healthier? but to look halfway presentable in your bathing suit this weekend? Gyms and fitness centers, they cash in on this notion. Over half of their yearly revenue is made up in the first few weeks of every new year. However, by March, most of us have turned our membership cards in uh, in favor of shamrock shakes and unicorn concoctions, and our low-carb diets have bit the dust at the first sight of a barbecue. That's okay. We're Americans. We'll do and eat what we want, when we want. After all, we have access to top-notch healthcare, don't we? But sometimes it doesn't matter how in shape you are, it doesn't matter how much you can bench or how many squats you can do, when your number's up, it's up. Such was the case for fitness model Rebecca Berger of France. Not only was she in peak physical condition, she was also drop-dead gorgeous. Putting her body through rigorous workouts never faced her. She could take on anything except a pressurized cap from a whipped cream bottle. While attempting to open it, the cap shot off, hit her in the chest, and induced a heart attack. She died. Her number was up. Hey, I'm just thankful they don't package Big Macs in high-pressurized containers. All right, first up on this weekend show, while most of us get to enjoy a nice long weekend, Congress gets to enjoy a bit longer than that. In fact, when it's all said and done, our representatives will finish 2017 with over half of the year off. No wonder they can't get anything done. Also, the Trump administration has just had its most successful week since the inauguration. However, their accomplishments haven't gotten any news coverage, not because of some fake Russian story, but because the left has turned to using the president's best resource against him. Is it time for the Donald to pull the plug on his Twitter or just amend his message? And since the Democrats have refused to do a complete autopsy on the 2016 election, a company called Voter Study Group did. Their findings suggest that Hillary's loss had nothing to do with the upwards of 25 excuses she has given. In fact, it may have come down to just one word. We have all that, plus a gloating Facebook user gets attacked less than two hours after updating her status. Bernie Sanders says it's unfair to pick on wives, unless it's Melania, of course. And you'll never guess what one protester found New York City Mayor de Blasio doing at the gym. This guy is such a beta. All right, follow me on Twitter, as always, at Rhino, R-Y-N-O, on air. That's at Rhino on air. You can also check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Rhino Report. And as always, you can email me all weekend long, rhino, R-Y-N-O, at rwbnetwork.com. we got a busy weekend show. Don't go anywhere, guys. Hey, guys. Ryan the Rhino DeSico here for my friends at Liberty HealthShare. If your health care has become a burden and you're worried about being stuck for another year, listen up, because you do have options. Liberty Healthshare could be the solution to your problem. Open enrollment is here, and this could be your chance to free yourself from insurance. Take this opportunity and join Liberty Healthshare. You can finally be in control and have freedom when it comes to your healthcare. Liberty Healthshare offers an entirely open network, which means you choose your own doctors and you choose your own hospitals. Liberty Health Share offers freedom from insurance, meaning there are no related tax penalties. To find out how you can easily make the change, call Liberty Health Share today at 855 585 4237 or visit their website at libertyhealthshare.org. That's libertyhealthshare.org. Do it today. Welcome back to this weekend edition. Big shout-outs, as always, to everyone listening to the show, The Rhino Report on Red Nation Rising Radio, Streaming Talk Radio, KLRN Radio, WesternFreePress.com, and, of course, CRNTalk.com, Monday through Friday for the live show, 2 p.m. Eastern. Don't miss it. Set your clocks, your smartphones, whatever you set now. Set it for 2 p.m. Eastern. Catch the live show there, CRNTalk.com, Channel 1. And, of course, big shout-outs to a few of our local AM and FM affiliates that carry our weekend show, 107.5 WJHC, Jasper, Florida, 92.1 WDDQ, Valdosta, Georgia, 1330 AM WLBB, at Carrollton, Georgia, and, of course, 1590 WCGO, Chicago's Smart Talk. So, hope you guys are having a great 4th of July weekend. It's always a lot of fun, right? Our Independence. We get to celebrate our independence with hot dogs, and beer, and baseball, and fireworks, and picnics, and all sorts of cool things. Uh, you know, I think people lose sight sometimes of, of these holidays when it comes to Independence Day, Memorial Day, Veterans Day, Labor Day. Everybody gets what Christmas is. Everybody gets what Thanksgiving is. We get to eat a lot, give a lot, get a lot, right? Those are the, those are the big giving and getting holidays. But these holidays are something, yeah, they're more important. I think they're very important, actually, especially in a year like 2017. And perhaps if you even include 2016, the division in our country is just, it's, 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 it's astronomical. I mean, it's the Grand Canyon. It's, it's probably never been this bad, dating back to perhaps our independence. That was, uh, it was pretty divided then, too. If you don't recall, it was a little while ago, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she may have been there, Bernie Sanders may have been there, but the rest of us, no, not there. So I think it's important that we always remember what, what the 4th of July is, our independence. We decided to say goodbye to an oppressive English government, and we wanted to rule ourselves, and, and that's what freedom is, that's what liberty is, and that's why sometimes the healthcare care debate, uh, it, it gets very contentious. On, on, on both sides, uh, because there's no freedom in our health care anymore. Uh, you don't get to choose. You get to be told what to do. And uh, that's why yesterday I had said maybe we just don't have a bill. Maybe no bill. Let Obamacare implode. Let it explode. And that's that then people will be free to choose what they want. If they want to pay for insurance, if they want to uh, get a medical cost-sharing plan, if they want to do some sort of concierge with with a local doctor or or hospital system, let them just choose. And if you can't afford it, you can't afford it. Which is why we don't all drive Mercedes-Benz and Ferraris, because we just can't afford them. So I think it's important that we realize what our independence is, what it took to gain our independence, the numerous people that have lost their lives. And also we have to remember this weekend, of course, Red Friday. Remember everyone deployed. And we forget about those folks, too, that are overseas keeping us safe so we can, we can sleep well at night knowing our... Our country is being defended by the best, the absolute best in the world, with the best equipment and the best leaders and the best soldiers. I think we have to remember that, too. Very important. So, uh, we get to enjoy a long weekend. Congress, Congress gets to enjoy a long week. They get a lot of time off, don't they? They get, I mean, it's an astronomical amount of time they get off. They're going to have off 218 days when 2017 is all said and done. They'll be in session for only 147 days. Isn't that crazy? That's nuts. The average American worker puts in about 240 days a year. They work 100 less days than us. And then they complain. They complain because they, they have to fly home on the weekends. Oh, no. You have to go home. They'd rather just stay there. It's much easier to stay there and hang out for the weekend. But they have to go home to their districts. They don't like doing that. They don't want to go back and see us. They'll see us every two years. That's when they'll see us. I'm looking at their schedule. They have off all of August. In fact, they're off from July 29th until September 5th of this year. Now, there are some people saying, like Senator David Perdue, he's saying perhaps the August vacation this year isn't needed. I don't think it's ever needed. I think kids should get off from school. You can't put these kids through school 12 months out of the year. They deserve a break. And by the way... What's this new summer reading stuff? I hadn't I never had summer reading. It was summertime. I was outside doing stuff. These kids get summer reading now. These teachers nuts? What, they can't cover this stuff in the classroom now? We gotta make our kids work in the summertime? See, our kids deserve a break. Our politicians do not. They just don't. So David Perdue has said, let's can the August break. We have too much to do. We have to focus on repealing and replacing Obamacare. That's number one. He also says we have to focus on tax reform. Hey, how about that? According to a new Gallup poll, 65% of Americans are in favor of tax reform. I'm surprised it's not 100%. But I guess there are people out there who think, you know what? I'm just not paying enough taxes. I could really stand to pay more. Um, That's not from your conservative contingent. I can guarantee you that. They also have to do the appropriations process to fund the federal government by the end of the fiscal year, which is September 30th. And if you look at, at their schedule, they only have, I mean, four or five, 14 days in September after they get back in August from the August recess to try and fund the United States government. 14 days. These guys can't decide what they're going to have for lunch in 14 days. So, yeah, this, this break has to go. And, of course, there's not more people calling for it. That makes too much sense. They want their time off. Enough time off. If they gave back all of August and they worked during August, they would still be working about 80 days less than you. Less than me and you. Most of us work six days a week. You know, there are people that think, you know, oh, by the year 2030, we'll be down to a four-day work week, a three-day work week. Most of us are working more than we've ever worked. Not just one job, two jobs, three jobs. The economy has been terrible the last decade. We've had to support ourselves. Meanwhile, Congress complains about going home on the weekend. They don't want to see us. They want to see us when it's time to collect money. When it's time to knock on doors and sign petitions and go out to vote for them. Then they're your best friend. They'll be home. They'll be at the train station. They're shaking hands outside the supermarket. They're going to drive your kids to school. Whatever you need, they are there for you. The other 18 months in between, (laughs) you can go sit on it for all they care. So get rid of this August vacation. Enjoy. Enjoy the 4th of July holiday. Let them go home. Let them not have to do their town halls. Let them enjoy their family. But then come back and get back to work like the rest of us have to do. We did not elect you to be better than us. You can't lose sight of the fact that you work for us. We are your employers. Just another argument for term limits. All right, we come back, we have a lot more to get to, guys. This is the Rhino Report. Spending Liberty, one hour at a time on CRN Digital Talk Radio.
1: This report is brought to you by AstraZeneca. Did you know that June is Effective Communications Month? Effective communication is important in all areas of life, especially when it comes to your health. It's important to have conversations with your doctor, even when it comes to embarrassing health issues like constipation. If you have been prescribed an opioid by your doctor for the treatment of chronic non-cancer pain, you may be experiencing opioid-induced constipation, or OIC, as a side effect. OIC is one of the most common side effects of opioid use and can last for the length of treatment. Constipation may be an embarrassing topic to discuss with your doctor, but when it persists, it's important to bring it up at your next appointment. Don't know how to start the conversation with your doctor? Begin by being honest about what is bothering you. Talk to your doctor about any changes in your bowel routine. Also, tell your doctor about everything you are trying, including increasing dietary fiber and physical activity. Your doctor may recommend a prescription treatment option, like Movantic, that may help treat the constipation caused by prescription opioid pain medication in adults with chronic non-cancer pain. Movantic is not for people who have a bowel blockage or a history of them. Movantic may cause serious side effects, including symptoms of opioid withdrawal, severe stomach pain and or diarrhea, and tears in the stomach or intestine. Tell your doctor about all of your medical conditions and the medicines that you take. Common side effects include stomach pain, diarrhea, nausea, gas, vomiting, and headache. Ask your doctor if Movantic is right for you. For more information about OIC and Movantic, see our ad in Weight Watchers magazine. Visit Movantic.com. That's M-O-V-A-N-T-I-K dot com. Or call the AstraZeneca Information Center at 1-800-236-9933. If you're eligible for Medicare, you need to know there is money available to you that can lower your Medicare prescription costs. How much can you save? Find out now by making a free call to health markets. They'll search from a variety of nationally recognized plans to find you the right coverage at a price that fits your budget. And they'll do all this valuable research for you at no charge to you. And remember, you may be able to save money on your prescriptions. We'll tell you if you qualify. Why pay a penny more than you have to for an insurance policy? Let us find you the right plan at the right price and see if you qualify to lower your prescription costs. Put our free service to work for you at no charge. Call Health Markets right now.
2: 800-990-0351 800-990-0351 800-990-0351 That's 800-990-0351 Health Markets Insurance
1: Agency is the DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all 50 states NDC service and product availability varies by state agents may be compensated based on your enrollment
3: all right welcome back to this weekend edition of the rhino report our independence day weekend hope you're having a good time and you're having your your hot dogs and whatever else you're having your barbecue watching some fireworks going on you know this year The House of Representatives will be in session 147 days. 147. In 2016, they worked less. They only worked for 131 days. So is is that a mild improvement? I mean, it's hard to, you know, Speaker Ryan said, uh, I think it was, I want to say it was back in March, maybe. He sat down with Sean Hannity. And Sean Hannity said, can you get the Trump agenda done in 200 days? Now, nobody qualified this was going to be business days, legislative days, (laughs) just 200 days. Of course, it would take them three years based on their legislative schedule to get that done. There's no way. There's just no way they can get it done. And Speaker Ryan said, oh, yeah, 200 days. No problem. No problem. So Hannity said, I'll come back in 200 days and you'll tell me you got everything done. And Speaker Ryan says, yeah, I see no reason why not. Well, I see a lot of reasons. I see 200 reasons why you're not going to get it done because you're not at work. In 2013, this is terrible. So, So I hope you're sitting down for this. In 2013, Congress worked 942 hours for the whole year. 942 hours, me and you work well north of 2,000 hours a year. Well north of that. Ridiculous. And then you have Al Franken. Al Franken has this new book out, Giant of the Senate. Al Franken. In the book, he says it's not uncommon to have three straight hours of call time scheduled as part of your day. It's brutal. He's got to be on the phone for three hours. What a tough schedule this guy has. Well, those three hours, those are their fundraising hours. So they're spending three out of their eight, seven, six, whatever it is, hours a day they're there, fundraising. Fundraising. Isn't that something? Term limits. If we've ever needed term limits, now is the time. I cannot tolerate the excuse people say when they go, we already have term limits, we just vote them out. That's a term limit. That's not a term limit. A term limit is, thanks, you've been here six years, go find a different job now. That's a term limit. Uh, yesterday, we uh, we opened the show with a story about Facebook. And I think it's appropriate, since this is a vacation for a lot of us, uh, that people have a big problem with their friends posting <laughs> vacation pictures on Facebook. Uh, they think it's obnoxious. Seventy-three percent of people think it's absolutely obnoxious to be putting your vacation photos on Facebook, and if it's a, a sightseeing photos or views from the balcony or your first cocktail while on vacation, or local stray dogs and cats for some reason these are the biggest culprits. Now, Facebook can get you in trouble. Uh, you might lose a friend over bad, uh, you know, bad posts and photos, but. What happens, you know, everybody has that friend that gloats a lot. They go on Facebook and they gloat. Maybe it's uh, the vacation, maybe it's something else. Well, a woman from Florida, Mavica, Makiva, I'm sorry, Makiva Jenkins, 33 years old, she was a mother of three. She posts this on Facebook. Fast forward to now. We overcame being homeless in 2013-2014, to reaching my six-figure mark in 2015, to now making multi-six figures. I'm not sure what multi-six figures is. Uh, Six is a multiple to begin with. But she wrote that at 11.24 p.m. on Wednesday. By 2 p.m., she was shot dead in her home. Somebody saw this post on Facebook, decided he didn't like the gloating, went to her house, and killed her. So maybe you don't gloat on Facebook so much. Keep the vacation photos to yourself. But this one, she wasn't very smart to begin with. She was, like, taking pictures of her bank account and putting it on Facebook. And someone got tired of it. They got sick of it. You know, those are things you can help. A random whipped cream container top, you can't help. That just flies right off. But putting your personal information on Facebook? Really? Is is that what we're doing now? bank account information? Well, no more gloating. All right. Speaking of gloating, we'll talk about Mika Brzezinski and that terrible facelift. It it sounded more like a chin tuck. A chin tuck, some excess skin, they were saying. (laughs) And we'll talk about Joe Scarborough. We'll talk about Donald Trump. And does Trump have to... Calm down on the tweeting a little bit, or perhaps just amend what he's saying. Or is everything okay? We have a couple of polls we'll go over. We'll talk about those. and Then we'll talk about what's going on with the Hillary people. we got to talk about them again. There's a new study out that says her 25 excuses, none of them valid. It might have come down to just one word. This is the Rhino Report. This
2: is the Mungle on Movies. I'm Matt Mungle. The House is the new comedy about parents who set up a casino in their basement to help pay their daughter's college tuition. Ryan Simpkins is Alex and says this about having Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler as film parents.
4: I never thought I'd be able to have such an opportunity. I grew up watching like Will and Elf, and Amy had this cartoon on Nickelodeon called The Mighty Bee. They were parts of my childhood, and being able to work with them as my parents is insane.
2: For reviews and more, go to mungleshow.com. Follow me on Twitter at the TheMungle. Right now at Kohl's, it's not our everyday sale. For a limited time, shop hundreds of epic deals in-store and online. No coupons needed. Women's tees and tanks, just 5 dollars Girls' swimwear, $10. Beach towels, only $8.99. And an ice cream or cotton candy maker, just $29.99. Stock up, save big, and get $10 Kohl's cash for every $50 spent. It's not our everyday sale. Right now through the 4th of July. Only at Kohl's. Select styles. See store or kohls.com for details. Mortgage rates are at all-time lows. If you have not refinanced your current mortgage in the last few years, you could be losing thousands of dollars a year by paying too high of an APR. And the place to call is LendingTree to find out how low you can go. We can match you with lenders offering some of the lowest rates APRs available. Some APRs are lower than 3%. Imagine how much money you can save every month if your current mortgage is at 6% or higher. And all it takes is one free call to Tree to match you with a lender who may be able to lower your current home mortgage rate. Learn how to potentially save thousands by refinancing your current mortgage. Call LendingTree right now. NMLS 1136. 800-628-5067. 800-628-5067. 800-628-5067. That's 800-628-5067.
0: Experience a luxury boutique hotel escape in the heart of Laguna Beach, California, with the finest art gallery, shopping, dining, and nightlife just steps from your door. The heart of Laguna Beach, the edge of the sea. It's the Inn at Laguna Beach. Enjoy our comfortable rooms, blending the style of a timeless beach bungalow with the modern comforts of today. Seventy newly appointed guest rooms and suites await you at the Inn at Laguna Beach. Then, relax at the rooftop bar where you'll indulge in breathtaking views of the ocean. For dining, you'll find libations and local cuisine on the California coastline, including dining at the legendary Las Brisas, a Southern California landmark. The Inn at Laguna Beach. Footsteps from room to village to sea located in the heart of Laguna Beach. The Inn is within walking distance of all that Laguna Beach has to offer. No car required. The Inn at Laguna Beach. 211 North Coast Highway in Laguna Beach, California. Call 800-544-4479 or visit innatlagunabeach.com.
4: When you really want Italian food, you've got to go to Colombo's, Colombo's Italian Steakhouse and Jazz Club, Colorado Boulevard, Eagle Rock. And if there's one thing about Colombo's, it's their tradition of giving back to the community. This year, Columbus is asking you to help the Los Robles Medical Center. They send teams of doctors, clinicians, and support staff down to Honduras. And when it comes to health, Honduras is below third world country status. It's that bad. Any contribution for the purchase of medication and supplies for the unfortunate in Honduras is needed right now. The Los Robles Medical Mountain team leaves for Honduras in August, so your contributions are needed now. Please help and make a difference go to friendsofbarnabas.com friendsofb dot s.com then scroll down to the donate button and designate the funds to Los Robles 2017 and thank you
3: Freaker, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeartRadio. Listen to them on demand while you're at the beach this weekend. That is your homework. Or check out rhinoreport.com. We have a new question of the day up there. I'm not going to spoil it, so go check out that, that site, and you'll see it right there on the contact page. The question of the day. So, Donald Trump, President Trump, he doesn't like Morning Joe much, does he? No. No, he's more of, a, more of a diet Pepsi type of guy. Not much for his morning Joe. He says Mika brzezinski has got a low IQ. Well, I did not need a presidential tweet to tell me that. And Joe Scarborough looks like something Jimmy Neutron threw up. You know, he attacked them. Fine. He went after them. They have been going after him relentlessly for the last nine months. He finally had enough. He finally had enough. Well, you know what? The guy gets no respect. Nobody respects the office that he's in. If this was Hillary, oh, no. We have to respect Madam President. We had to respect King Obama. Nobody has to respect Donald Trump. They say he doesn't have respect. You know what? He was treating Mika Brzezinski like anybody else. To call him a sexist. He's a sexist because he made fun of a bad facelift. No, nah, he's treating her just like he treated everybody else. If anything, she's the sexist for saying she's being treated differently. Oh, my gosh. It is a little much. It is a little much. The tweeting is a little much. I'm not going to lie. You know, sometimes I enjoy them, I laugh at them, and then I wonder why he did it because this week was rather successful. When you look at the Supreme Court and they unanimously decide that the travel ban is to be reinstated, the key parts of it, it goes into effect with zero hitches. Zero hitches. Zero sob stories. Nothing. That's a good week. The House passes Kate's Law. This was part of the contract with the American voter. These are all good things. It's the president dealing with immigration, something that was very high on his list and the list of his supporters. Why submarine yourself by, be, by getting baited in to the tweet? You see, mainstream media has decided that they don't want him tweeting anymore. And they don't want him doing this because it subverts them. And they are the purveyors of news, We are not supposed to get the information from the horse's mouth. Didn't CNN tell us that? They're supposed to tell us what we're supposed to know? Well, this president has decided that maybe we should just hear it from him, but then then do that. Just tell us what we should know. I don't care about Mika Brzezinski's facelift. I don't care about any of that. Talk about immigration. Talk about tax reform. Talk about all the other great things that are going on. Maybe just tone it down a little bit. You know, once in a while, if you want to spar, once in a while, I'm okay with that. But it's starting to become just a little too regular, even for me. I'm not saying put it down. Keep the account, keep talking to us. But talk to us, not to them. They are baiting you in. They have figured out you won't put it down, so they're baiting you in now. He'll figure this out. He will. It's going to take a little while. I'm sure for a while there, before this all happened, I'm sure mainstream media was contacting at Jack. At Jack. Get rid of the POTUS account. We cannot have this. It's like they flip out over these press conferences. What do you mean it's not going to be live on TV? What do you mean it's only audio? Well, the Clintons did that all the time. Would they stop with this? They have a right to get information from the White House. There's no right for live TV. There's no right for streaming on Facebook or YouTube or Reddit or however they want to stream it. The right they have is to get the information. They're going nuts over this stuff. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, she is the worst nightmare. For those journalists, she really is. I mean, there's a lot of bedwetters in that room, and she makes them all wet the bed at once. And I'm glad to see, because, you know, Sean Spicer, while I think the guy was effective, I, I think he was a little, I don't want to say combative, I think he just, he didn't give the right answers to shut the reporter up. He, he left too many openings for them. Huckabee Sanders, she gets in there, she lays the law down, and that's that. She goes, that's my answer. Now how can you expect how can you expect Donald Trump to not say the press is the enemy of the people? Of course he's going. They have zero respect for him. Why would he give respect to them? See, he's the president. He gets respect first. Whether you like him or not, you respect that office first. This is not everybody gets a trophy and we all shake hands and sing kumbaya. That's not how this works. He's the president of the United States of America. He's the most powerful person in the known universe. You respect him first. But they can't do it because a lot of these people—they're not—they're not—they're not real journalists. They went to journalism school at their UC this or SUNY that. They're not real journalists. They're not like you know Murrow or someone like that. They have no respect for them. They didn't learn under the tutelage of them. They learned how to get how to get these stupid college campus stories. Oh no, the white frat house. They did some bad things. And that translates into their garbage journalism when they get hired by NBC or CBS or ABC. You don't demand respect first from the president. You just don't Now, Mika and Joe were saying that the president threatened them with a National Enquirer story. That they were cheating on their spouses before they got together. Now, they're getting engaged. or they got engaged, they're getting married, and oh, by the way, they canceled their vacation this weekend. They had a vacation, and they canceled it to respond to 140 characters on a Twitter account. We're supposed to feel bad for them, that they didn't get to take their little vacation. They didn't get their time off. I haven't had a vacation in almost a decade. I'm supposed to feel bad for them? To respond to a tweet, and they had WAPO? WAPO let them write an op-ed, and WAPO! Oh my God! Mika and Joe! You know, interestingly enough, when Joe Scarborough proposed to Mika, he didn't get down on one knee. He got down on two. All right. When we come back, we'll talk about what the voters think about Trump's tweeting. They have something to say about this. Plus, we'll talk a little bit about the autopsy done on Hillary's campaign without her knowledge. This is the Rhino Report. do it today
1: Aloha experience your home away from home being beachfront at the Kanapali Beach Hotel Begin your getaway, relaxing on over 11 acres of tropical Hawaiian gardens at Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel. Voted Best Aloha Spirit by Hawaii Magazine readers. Just walking around the grounds with all the tropical vegetation, relaxing poolside, or kicking back in the sun on the world-renowned Kanapali Beach makes you feel like you're home in paradise. There's a package to fit all your needs. Wedding, honeymoon, activities, private parties, great food, or just good old Beach fun. The hotel perpetuates the Hawaiian tradition at its best. Call 661 0011 or visit (laughs) kbhmaui.com.
3: Get into this little poll that Fox News did about whether or not the tweeting hurts or helps the president, and then we got to talk about Hillary because this is a very interesting report that I just found this morning. All right, Fox News poll: Do tweets help or hurt President Trump accomplish agenda? Seventy-one percent say they hurt it. Seventeen percent say they help it. Yeah, you know, again, the problem is, is that the president had a very successful week. Kate's law gets passed in the House. It better get passed in the Senate. And then you have, of course, the key parts of the travel ban, unanimously reinstated by the Supreme Court. This is a very good week. The travel ban goes into effect Thursday night, 8 p.m., no hitches whatsoever. There are some allocations in the travel ban that allow for people who have been here or have a bona fide relationship here. It makes a lot of sense, this travel ban. It's temporary, 90 days, and then we'll figure out something else. Very good week for the president. But then he has to get on the Twitter. We all know what happens then. So, uh, President Trump's tweeting, do you approve of it? Now, 13% approve in March, 16% approved. 39% now wish he'd be more cautious. 32% back in March thought he should be more cautious. And almost 50% disapprove. So, I think if you are more cautious with your tweeting then you will have the approval rating a little bit higher. Because when you add the two together, they're they're north of 50%. And I think people would appreciate getting the message from the horse's mouth just without some of the static. You want a static a little bit? You want a static on CNN? Fine. CNN deserves it. Once again, another video from James O'Keefe. An associate producer, Jimmy Carr, says the American voter is stupid as blank. Sounds like Jonathan Gruber, doesn't it? The stupidity of the American voter. That was part four of O'Keefe's series. Of course, the first part was the uh, was the network saying, CNN saying, that the Trump-Russia story was totally bogus and garbage. The second part of this uh, James O'Keefe Project Veritas stuff was uh, Van Jones admitting that the whole thing is a nothing burger. And then Van Jones says, that's the same guy who called the election a white lashing, by the way. Van Jones says, oh, well, that was edited. Edited, taken completely out of context. Did you see Van Jones rushing to go against Katie Couric when she was caught editing that under-the-gun documentary? Was he there saying, oh, no, 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 she edited that. It was edited. No, he was silent on that. Totally silent there. Totally edited what happens to him. Happens to him, it's no good. So, listen, Project Veritas, James O'Keefe, this guy is an enemy of the left. Enemy. Enemy. He's worse than Trump to them because he's actually infiltrating. And how they didn't see this coming a mile away is ridiculous. They had to see it coming. He infiltrated the DNC and all the different violent factions that were creating unrest at the Trump rallies throughout the primary process and the general election. He infiltrated. You didn't think he was going to get to the networks. Of course he was getting there. Oh, they're just so stupid. Uh, speaking of stupid, uh, Hillary Clinton, you know, her, her excuses for not winning. Oh, they're numerous. You know, the anti-American forces, the low-information voter, bad polling numbers, people thought I was going to win, WikiLeaks, content farms in Macedonia, whatever the hell that is. Well, there was a study done here by the Voter Study Group that says that's, none of that is actually true. What happened here is they, they did a typology of Trump voters. 25% of Trump voters consider themselves to be free marketers. 19% are anti-elites. are disengaged voters. 31% staunch conservatives, which is kind of high, actually. And 20% American preservationists. And it's the anti-elites and the American preservationists that have very, very leftward leanings economically and domestically. And she turned these voters off. It had nothing to do with housewives in Pennsylvania or, you know, whatever the, the excuse was at the time. She had a certain group of people that supported her uh, very well. American preservationists, when asked if they support Hillary Clinton in 2012, 42% supported her in 2012. In 2016, only 5% supported her. The anti-elites, her other group, 47% supported her in 2012. Only 9% supported her in 2016. I mean, the, the numbers here are staggering. How did how did Donald Trump appeal to these people? Because it wasn't economically. These are people who, who are very progressive economically. And a lot of it came down to immigration. People liked the immigration message. They liked the ban on Muslims. American preservationists, 92% strongly support the travel ban or a vetting process on Muslims from these these violent countries. 61% of anti-elites also strongly support a travel ban from these Muslim countries or a strong vetting process. That's where he got a lot of his support. The only group to outweigh them was staunch conservatives supported at 97%. But something that Hillary Clinton was vehemently against, a travel ban, from Muslims these violent countries, she was staunchly against that. Well, her American preservationists that supported her at a very high rate in 2012 abandoned her in 2016 because Trump had the message on immigration. So whatever the excuses were, it came down to what people wanted to see. It came down to policy. There was a lot of static out there. There was a lot of All the different nasty commercials and and, and Twitter bots, the whole thing. It came down to policy, which is something Hillary Clinton never had in her campaign. There was nothing there. It was, vote for me because Donald Trump sucks. That was her whole message. And it didn't appeal to a large portion of her base. All right, we come back. We have a lot more to get to, guys. This is the Rhino Report on CRN Digital Talk Radio.
2: Hi, friends. This is Larry Minetti. Go to LarryMinetti.com to
0: get my book, Aloha Magnum. You'll read all about the wonderful guest stars like Carol Burnett, Elvis Presley, Frank Sinatra, and many, many more. There is an episode guide and my favorite recipes that I really cook at home. I will include a free signed photo with every book. Get Aloha Magnum at LarryMinetti.com. Order now.
4: this is Larry Elder inviting you to join me twice daily here on CRN Digital Talk Radio. Tune in to CRN3 Reagan Radio, Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, for my live three-hour show. And don't miss the replay of the show on CRN1 starting at 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. The Larry Elder Show, twice as good, two times daily, Monday through Friday on CRN. Find out more at crntalk.com.
3: Alright, guys, welcome back to the show. Check out all the older episodes iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeartRadio, RhinoReport.com. Catch the live show Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern on CRNTalk.com, and that's on Channel 1. Just to finish up with this study here 8,000 people were surveyed by the Voter Study Group, and 20% of Trump's contingent, his voters, are what are considered American preservationists. Now, I would have had a different name for this because they describe an American preservationist as being somebody who leans progressive um, economically, someone who looks more like a Democrat on domestic issues. Uh, They are in favor of wealth distribution, entitlement programs. That, to me, does not sound like an American preservationist, but that's what they're calling it. That's what they're calling it. And what I found, one of the most interesting numbers I found in this entire survey was when it comes to how important is being your race to you, white, black, whatever you are, how important is that to you? Is that a really important topic, a very important topic? 67% of quote-unquote American preservationists think that their race is extremely important to them. People who lean left. Interesting. Whereas, look at staunch conservatives only 39% feel that their race is that important. So the people that are telling us that we should be inclusive and, and, and that, all oh, oh, Trump voters are white supremacists, well, they seem to be the ones who have a stronger racial identity than conservatives. By the way, I think I mentioned it yesterday, um, in New York City, our three top spots that are up for re-election this coming November the Democrats have three white males running for each one of those spots, and Republicans have a woman, a Hispanic, and an African American. So who's the party that includes everybody in what they're doing, even in New York City? Interesting study. I will post it on the website if you would like to read it. If you have nothing better to do this weekend, then go for it. It is a lot of very interesting stuff in there. So. Um, all right. Also, Bernie Sanders, this guy, he's going nuts because his wife's going to jail. Jane Sanders is going to go to the pokey, no doubt about it. She had she she lied about all this loan money she was bringing in and and, and loans that were promised to her in order to secure a bank loan to buy this 30-acre property in Lake uh, on Lake Champlain in Vermont to move Burlington College. Um, she never had the donations; they were never pledged to her. Uh, they defaulted on the loan, and now there's an FBI investigation. And did Bernie Sanders use his his power, his seat, his office, to help procure this loan. I think it was through People's United Bank. And he says, this is ridiculous. How come we're picking on people's wives? It's pretty pathetic when you got to pick on somebody's wife. Um, Says the guy who is okay with Democrats picking on Melania Trump all the time. That's not a problem. Just don't pick on their wives, I guess, right? Is that the takeaway here? Uh, Jane Sanders probably is going to prison. Uh, This... She said that she had, like, $7 million already pledged, and she could, she could pay this loan off, no problem. They had nothing. And a couple hundred thousand dollars, that was it. The FBI interviewed people, and they said, yeah, we never pledged that much to her. We pledged her, you know, 10 bucks, but she was saying they pledged, like, a million dollars. Uh, last thing here, in case you uh, were unaware, Mayor de Blasio in New York City wants to close Rikers Island. Close Rikers Island, let all the inmates free. Well, not all of them, just half of them. Uh, He wants to open five new facilities in the five boroughs of New York City. He doesn't want to tell people where those facilities are going to be before Election Day because they might not vote for him if you are going to put a prison in their backyard. But he was caught at the gym this morning working out in cargo pants and a belt. He's working out in cargo pants and a belt. And uh, a protester barged into the gym to ask him questions and found him in child's pose doing his yoga mayor de blasio in child's pose i'm sure he's in that pose an awful lot all right guys thanks for hanging out with me today a big thank you to all those serving our country at home and abroad and a big thank you to those in the law enforcement community thank you for all you do thank you for all the hard work please keep it up and above all please stay safe god bless all of you god bless all of your families have a great rest of your holiday weekend and until wednesday wednesday i'm the rhino and i'm out